We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on on Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your host, Cody, here. Back for another one, guys. And we are almost to football season. Yes, this is the final weekend until football is officially back. The Indianapolis Colts play their first regular season game in about a week. Next Sunday, the Colts play against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so I wanted to do another video, do this every year, right before the regular season kicks off, wanting to discuss some of the most intriguing players on the current Indianapolis Colts roster. And so when I say that word intriguing, now I asked a couple different people what they thought. And I think that word can kind of be pretty relative. Like some people can think of it this way. Some people can think of it that way. So I wanted to provide some guidelines and the specifications for when I say intriguing, what that means to me. So when I say intriguing, I think there's a couple different factors when it comes to that. I think number one is just the physical ability of the player, right? If a player is intriguing, they probably are physically intriguing in some aspect, in some way. I think the second one is just a lack of exposure, whether it's a lack of exposure, you know, just in terms of playing at the NFL level or if it's a lack, lack of exposure when it comes to playing for the Indianapolis Colts, but they've shown some things maybe with previous teams. That's what I think of when I think of intriguing guys that have some physical talent, that have some ability, but maybe just don't have the proper exposure yet. And we're intrigued by what they can potentially become this year. So with that being said, guys, for this video, I have five players on offense. I have five players on the defensive side. So if you know any sort of simple math, you'll know I'm going to be talking about 10 players today. I probably could throw in a few more, and I was tempted to, but I decided to stick with just five on the offense, five on the defense. So with that being said, let's jump right into it today. So the first guy on my list has to be the most obvious player on the Indianapolis Colts roster. That is quarterback Anthony Richardson, right? I mean, the physical ability, no question. One of, if not the most physically gifted quarterbacks that we've ever seen come out of the combine, ever seen come into the NFL. Like, Anthony Richardson is that guy. I mean, we've known that 
That's been the big intrigue with Anthony Richardson, and part of the reason why he went as high as he did to the Indianapolis Colts at pick number four was just that ability. But I think beyond that, just his leadership already. I mean, I know a lot of people say, oh, the Colts just put that to, you know, Anthony Richardson as a captain to build the hype. No, guys, I will remind you that that is nothing to do with the owner. That's nothing to do with the GM, not even the head coach or the coaching staff. That is a strictly players-based vote. So Anthony Richardson already making strong impressions on his teammates, you know, in year number one. And he's a guy that just, while he has all the physical ability in the world, and we've seen this with different guys, right? He also has something that I think is so valuable. And that is, he is good up here, right? And when I say that, I mean, he's good mentally. He's good to, you know, number one, lead, but also to be able to come back the next play and get rally his troops and get his guys ready to go. Again, we haven't ever seen him in a regular season game, but the Colts spent hours and hours, 20, 30, 40 hours with Anthony Richardson in the pre-draft process, and they felt like he was a guy that, while the physical ability is certainly huge, a huge factor in it, definitely what he could do up here, right? He doesn't. He's not a lazy guy. He's in his playbook constantly. He's leading players. He's showing poise already. You know, a guy with only 15 games of experience, including, you know, college, between college and the two preseason games, 15 games of experience, and he's already making as strong of an impression as he is on this roster. I think that's huge for this team. So Anthony Richardson, definitely intriguing because of really those two factors and also the fact that he's a franchise quarterback or he was taken as such. So all eyes are going to be on him. Out of anybody on this list, offense or defense, he's the clear-cut number one guy. Anthony Richardson, no question about it. He's the most intriguing guy. But moving on to a couple other players that are intriguing on this offense, I would say one player is going to be a guy that he's probably going to target a lot, and he's been a guy that Anthony Richardson and him have really started to form a bond. They were roommates in training camp. Josh Downs, the receiver out of North Carolina, who the Colts took in round number three. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Is a guy that definitely has a lot of intrigue, a lot of upside, and he's a big volume guy. You know, he got a lot of volume in college, and he was very, very productive with it. And a little bit, the only really big knock on him was just his size. It's a little bit undersized for a receiver, but everything else would indicate that he's a player that the Colts got that would be a steal in this draft. I mean, he's a guy that should not have gone as late as he did. And Josh Downs knows it as well. He was pretty upset with how late he went. So 
Definitely intrigued by Josh Downs with all the ability he shows. You know, he has the history of having some really good seasons working with Drake May and that offense at North Carolina. And so you factor him with in with Anthony Richardson, the bond they've already built. I think that's huge for this running back. I think that's huge for this wide receiver quarterback combination and huge for their chemistry down the stretch. So I think Josh Jones is definitely a guy that's very intriguing because of the talent he has, the things that he, the skills that he possesses. And he kind of has that dog mentality in a lot of ways that you've already seen with different players. He's a guy that uh, I really feel like is going to have a nice career here in Indianapolis. He's already building that chemistry with Anthony Richardson. So really an extension of Anthony Richardson in certain ways. So Josh Downs is definitely deserves to be on this list, no question. Now, here's another player that is extremely interesting to me, and that is Kylan Granson. Now, the reason I put Kylan Granson on this list, he's a little bit older, going into year number three now with the Colts offense. But the thing with Kylan Granson is his problem has never been that he doesn't make plays or, you know, he does or he's bad or whatever. He's never had the problem of doing what he's been asked to do. The thing is. He just hasn't been targeted a whole lot in his first couple years. Okay, year one was a little bit rough at times. He had a couple drops. You know, he was working. He was a rookie. He was figuring things out. But year number two, he just did not get targeted. And it wasn't just a him problem. This offense just did not target some of their playmakers. Some of the guys that would go down the field and make plays, they were open. The quarterbacks just couldn't get to them, and the coaching staff certainly couldn't scheme anything up. So Kylan Granson, along with a a bunch of other guys as well, are are definitely interesting players going into this year. You know, I could have thrown some of those wide receivers on there as well, Pittman, Pierce, some of those guys, just because of, you know, the the influence of Shane Steichen, you know, the ways he's going to get those guys open, the scheme they're going to have, and also Anthony Richardson as well. But really, I stuck with Granson here just because I feel like he's the guy that, that we don't really think about a whole lot, but he's really been the only healthy tight end throughout training camp, and I think he's the clear-cut number one tight end right now. And getting more of an extended look, he's been productive. He was productive last year when targeted, so if he can get more targets and more volume, I'm very interested to see what his stat line looks like this year. So Kylan Granson, definitely a guy that makes my list here for intriguing guys on this offense. I have two more guys here on the offense. A rookie. I included a rookie. Yes, I did. Uh, That is Will Mallory, the tight end, because I think the big thing with Will Mallory for me is the fact that he was the fastest tight end in in this class. He provides a lot of mismatches down the field. And right now, with Jelani Woods, you know, out for the first four games, Will Mallory has a great chance here to go and prove himself as a tight end on this roster moving forward. I could have thrown a guy like Drew Ogletree on here, which I considered, but Will Mallory, just because of the skill set that he possesses, a little bit different than some of these other tight ends, and he's definitely got speed on his side as well. So I think Will Mallory definitely deserves to be intriguing just because we don't really know a whole lot. We haven't seen a whole lot from him. But I felt like the last couple preseason games, he really started to show up a lot more when he was healthy. So giving him more of an extended look is very interesting to me. So Will Mallory makes this list for me. And then the final guy on this offense that I want to talk about has to be Bernard Ryman. Just the, the ways that he's progressed. We all know about him you know, putting on 10 to 15 pounds of muscle in the offseason. 
But if the Colts can figure this out and if Bernard Ryman can take the next step in his progression in year number two, that is a huge, huge position that you frankly have struggled the last couple years to figure out. So if Bernard Ryman can be that guy, he can be the left tackle of the future, that is a huge weight off your shoulders if you're Chris Ballard. That is a huge weight off of Anthony Richardson, not having to worry about that his blind side. So for all those reasons, Bernard Ryman's the guy I'm going to be watching. I'm really intrigued. Really liked what I saw down the stretch for him. And he's got the athletic ability being a former tight end. But can he hold up against some of those power rushers? That's the big question I have for Bernard Ryman. So that does it for the offensive side of things, guys. I'm going to move on now to the defensive side of things. i got to start with a new addition on the defensive line. That is Samson Abukam. He is definitely interesting to me because a guy that didn't really have a ton. He was kind of the second fiddle in San Francisco to Nick Bosa a lot of times. But he was productive in his pass rush. Uh, The sacks don't necessarily reflect how productive he was. But just to give you an idea, you know, Yanni Kingakwe, who was the Colts' leading sacker last year, had a worse pass rush win rate than Abukum did last year. And, oh, by the way, Abukum can actually play against the run as well. So that is something I'm really interested to see. You know, a lot of people have have called this signing very Danico Autry-like, right? And Danico Autry was a really good player for the Colts when they brought him in, a player that not wasn't really well-known. You know, coming into Indianapolis, but definitely made a name for himself and still a little bit mad the Colts decided not to bring him back. But that's neither here nor there. But when it comes to Abukum, I'm really interested with more of an extended role, getting more of an opportunity here in Indianapolis. Like, what does he look like here? You know, being that primary guy, what does he look like? So Abukum's a guy he's, you know, shown in flashes. He's shown he can have some production. But what does it look like in more of an extended full-time role for Bukum this year in this Colts defense? I'm really intrigued to see him and see how he looks here in year number one. And then got to stay on the defensive line. Talk about a guy who was on my list last year. That is Dio Adengbo. Just because the natural raw talent for Dio Adengbo is off the charts, unlike really any defensive lineman the Colts have on this roster. Even you could even throw out DeForest Buckner as well, right? Like Dio is so talented. He is so big, so long. And really, this is, if you really think about it, like this is Dio's what second full year of being healthy, right? Because remember, he got drafted in 2021, and that was pretty much a redshirt year for him. He played about week eight, week nine, but really he didn't have any training camp, you know, and kind of just got thrown out there. And so you can kind of count that as a redshirt year. It's like I don't really count that as his rookie year. So 2022 was really his rookie year. And he started to really come on at the end of the season and started really starting to disrupt in the backfield. So Dio Dangbo is a guy I am very interested to see this next leap, now being in Gus Bradley's system for a second straight year. You know, how does Nate Ollie utilize him? And how does he grow as a player going into year number three or year number two, depending how you look at it with him, kind of his full second season with the Colts on defense. So Dio Dangbo is a guy... Because of the size, because of him entering year number two now of a full season, I'm interested to see him and what he looks like. And can he build off of the strong end to his 2022 season? So Dio Dangbo, definitely a guy I got to talk about there on this list. 
And then I really got to go secondary because I feel like the linebackers, we kind of have an idea. We've seen these guys. I was tempted to throw EJ Speed on there, one of those other young linebackers that have made some noise. But, you know, I decided to talk about three secondary players to round out the defense because that's really the biggest unknown is the secondary right now, specifically the corner room. I have two guys I want to talk about in the corner room right now, and that has to be, for me... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Juju Brents, the two rookies. Juju Brents and also Jalen Jones, right? Juju Brents, because we just haven't seen a whole lot of him. Um, He's been hurt, you know, he started to come back. And, you know, it felt like he's getting better, but he's still, you know, learning. And he's kind of behind the eight ball because of that injury, you know, that made him sit out a good chunk of, you know, the spring and also, you know, the training camp and stuff like that. So intrigued by him. And then Jalen Jones is the one guy, if you had to ask me on the defensive side of things, who am I the most intrigued about? It has to be Jalen Jones because of what Chris Ballard said about him. He said Jalen Jones is the reason we felt comfortable letting Darius Rush hit waivers. Right, That is a huge statement to make for a seventh round selection. That's a huge statement to make. So Jalen Jones had a tremendous, considering where he was drafted, tremendous, tremendous training camp, tremendous preseason. And he's a guy the Colts feel like is going to really factor in to their defense. So I'm really intrigued with both these rookies, but Jalen Jones, just because of how much he's been hyped up and being a seventh round pick. I mean, we've seen the Colts hit on guys like that before. So just intrigued to see what he does here in year number one with the Colts. And then finally have to talk about a guy going into year number two at the safety position that has to be Nick Cross. You know, I was tempted to throw Rodney Thomas on here just because he's going into year number two, but I feel like we know a little bit more who Rodney Thomas is. Nick Cross, we have no idea who Nick Cross is. I mean, a physical freak, a guy that the Colts traded up for. They felt like he was worthy of that third-round pick. And from all indications, he has really had a strong preseason and strong training camp. You know, he'll factor in as that third safety, but all the talent in the world for Nick Cross. He's only 21 years old. So I'm very intrigued to see Nick Cross in year number two of this defense, taking on more of a defensive starting role in this safety room, in this secondary. So guys, that'll do it here for my look at some of the most intriguing players on this Indianapolis Colts team. Like I mentioned, there was probably a few more players I could have mentioned, but I just wanted to get five and five, get a just even spread as far as it goes offense and defense. So guys, let me know your thoughts overall on all these different players. If you're new to the channel, be sure to hit that like button. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to turn on the notification bell. Like I said at the top, the regular season is nearly upon us. The Colts are playing a football game next Sunday. So if you guys want to be in the loop when we're going live, when we're doing different stuff, when we drop previews, when we drop recaps, when Derek does his live streams, all that stuff, be sure to turn on that notification bell so that you can jump in, hop into our videos, hop into our streams, and let us know your thoughts in the comments below. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. And as always, guys, go Colts.
Yeah.